what a show of strength. Other defenders came at him, but this reborn player as an edge forward shows us why he's a man of forward quality. And from more than 40 metres out, the kick from Trindle, the two-point field goal attempt misses, and the Warriors, the brave, brave Warriors, have gone back-to-back. And they play the Bulldogs this weekend. Their side has been named this afternoon. And their coach is Nathan Brown, who joins us now. Evening, Nathan. Thanks for your time. Pleasure, Andy. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well indeed. Well, before we get into uh, the team this weekend, let's look back at the uh, the Sharks game. There's been a lot said about the Will Chambers incidents during that game and, and what he said. But as a coach, how do you react to some of your senior players and the way they reacted to what went on on the park? Yeah, look, we're certainly... Um yeah, you know, we certainly had a few bikes probably, you know, lost their main focus for the game and uh you know, take away what was said, you know, you always gotta you know, your, your main focus has gotta be on how can we uh, play a role to help us win the game is obviously first and foremost the most important and and uh you know, in the second half, you know, one or two of them found their way back heading in the right direction again and it certainly contributed to us winning the game. But um yeah, it was uh Will sort of certainly had that impact at different stages against different players over his career, and he certainly uh, had some influence on the game the other day. There's no doubt about it. Does that teach your side a lesson about how to act and handle those incidents should they come up again in the future? A bit of sledging. Yeah, you would hope so. And yeah, you, know, you know, some things that get said sometimes on the field can, I suppose, yeah, you know, for some people can be a little bit quite hurtful, and um, I certainly can understand you know, why someone would want to react like that. But the important thing is is we can, you know, keep our focus on the game and that's probably always the, the, the number one thing. But I, I certainly do appreciate why, why people do react sometimes as well. It's a, it can be a, quite a, quite emotional on the field at times, but the, the, the calmest ones are generally the ones that get the chocolates. And, you know, in the second half, I certainly thought that a few of our players certainly calmed down and then certainly had a, a better impact on the team. Were you frustrated by what Kane Evans did? Oh, look, it's not so much about frustration, you know. You know, when uh, those things happen, there's obviously certainly need to talk to the players about a few things. I thought, I thought the the second sin bidding, I thought was a little a little bit unlucky. If truth be told, I don't think he really, I don't think any of us, anyone in the game, really thought he deserved to be bin for the second one. The first one was certainly something that uh, he, he needed to control things better. But the the second sin bidding, I thought was a little bit a little bit unlucky, to be honest. That win over Cronulla, um, you know, given you spent a, a lot of time with 12 men, does that give you some confidence as you head into these last few games of the season? Uh, look, most of the time, as I've, you know, I've said before on the show, you, know, you, you sort of got your, your top four or five teams up there, which you know, we've had our difficulties with like a lot of other teams have. But you know, we, well, last time we played the Sharks, you know, we went down three tries to two and we made 140 more tackles on them because, you know, Sean Johnson really kicked the ball and they got a lot of repeat sets on us and maintained a lot of possession. So, you know, our effort against them last time was, was really good as well. So, you know, our effort-based areas, you know, generally have been doing reasonably well and not quite consistent enough at times in some areas. But I certainly think as a whole, the spirit amongst the groups probably, you know, got shown by the, the youth of our squad against the Tigers, which... You know, hung on and one, and then obviously by the, the amount of time we had 12 men the other day and, and were able to, to hold Corona off and get a good win. So I think the spirit's been quite good under the circumstances of you know, consistent changes, but there's certainly some areas in the game we need to get a little better at if we're going to take the club to, to the level we need to get to. You've named your team for this week. Jackson Fry's a player that's been in the Warriors mix for, I think, about two seasons now. He's uh, finally debuting. Uh, obviously, you've got some um, you know, concerns with 
um, some suspensions, obviously, this week. Uh, what has given you the confidence to say this week's your week, Jackson? Oh, look, well, Jackson, unfortunately, is in the situation where you know a lot of players are who have been playing in the same competition as Jackson. So his past sort of month has you know, been isolation and no footy, so it's not ideal first-grade preparation as far as the past four or five weeks goes because of the, the situation with the Queensland Cup and the New South Wales Premier League uh, not being available, which is the same for all clubs. But, but before before the sort of the COVID again, Jackson was playing Q Cup. He's, you know, he's, um, he's had sort of two years of rest run with injury uh, with a knee reconstruction, shoulder reconstruction. He started the year a little slow, to be honest. He was... And then he's uh, as he started to find a little bit of rhythm and started training really, really well, his form in the Q Cup really picked up and he was playing really good for Redcliffe in the, his last sort of four or five weeks. And I think one week there he was he was 18th or 19th man and he was close to getting the game. And then you know, obviously we acquired uh, Matty Lodge and got one or two back and that sort of set him back a little bit. But he's been training very well in, in the absence of no footy and... Uh, his Q Cup form, you know, probably four or five weeks ago is probably what is, is what earned him his shot, and he certainly uh, showed some some good discipline to get over, you know, two sort of season-ending injuries in the past couple of years, and and then to regain some some form and show some potential. So we're all excited for him, and all looking forward to having him again. You've named uh, Wade Egan and Chad Townsend uh, on your interchange this weekend. Uh, how confident are you they'll get through the the rest of the week and, and take their spots um, on on the weekend? Uh, I'll be true. No, I'm only guessing there. I know they're getting close. They did a little sort of light session on Monday and both did okay, but we'll have no idea whether they're going to be fit until um, tomorrow. Um, if they weren't fit this week, they'd definitely fit next week. Or you know, we wouldn't have named if they weren't a chance. But you know, they both uh, are a chance. You know, whether they both come through or one comes through or none comes through, we won't know until they train properly tomorrow. But they've been progressing. And if they don't make this week, they definitely make next week. Nathan Brown with us on News Talk ZB this evening. Uh, you know, look for a point that the side was destined to miss finals football. There was that run of seven straight losses. Now you've strung two together with, with the finals seemingly out of the mix. What's the message to the side this week? And, and do you now entertain that finals may be a chance, given you are two wins outside the gate? Uh, look, I think that the key for us is, you know, we won two in a row, which is our first time this year. And obviously they're both two very close games. You know, generally during the year we've won one, we've you know, we've generally then lost the close game, you know. So um, the, the key for us is, is, is to keep trying to grow as a team. It's been a little difficult now with, you know, with the, the suspensions and possible injury to Kurt, uh, young Ciro this week, Barty Siren, you know, that sort of forced us into three or four changes this week. That's sort of been a consistent flow for us. So we haven't really built enough combinations. So truth be told, if we could build some combinations and keep learning our style of footy that we've sort of started to play, that would be really good. And then off the back of it, obviously like to win, you know, but um, we put two together, so the next challenge is, is now to, to beat Canterbury, who you know, obviously are down a bit lower than us on the ladder, but generally cause teams trouble, you know, so for us, you know, trying to find a way to win again and keep building confidence is probably is probably the real key, not, you know, not worrying about two or three games down the track. We're sort of not a team that should be concerned about two or three games down the track, where obviously uh, your teams at the top of the ladder have probably got a little bit of... Uh, different types of focuses. We certainly aren't in a position to do that. David Fusitu has obviously been out for, for quite some time. I think I saw that he'd gone to New Zealand and perhaps gone back now to Australia. Uh, where are we at with him? Could we see him again this year, potentially? Well, uh, the good news there is I think Fusitu will actually be right to play. Once the Q Cup starts again, which I believe the Queensland Cup will start again, 
not this weekend, next weekend. I think Dave's going to be playing, so he's he started doing some uh, training with the team before COVID came, and then obviously we've had some isolation stuff, and he's back in training now with the with the squad. So you know, I'd be thinking that you know the Dave will be playing in the Q Cup in the in the coming weeks when that kicks off again, which I believe at this stage it should kick off in a couple of weeks. Brilliant. And just finally, Nathan, look, there's been a suggestion from Andrew Abdo. The NRL Grand Final could be played at Eden Park. I think. Jacinda Ardern squashed that firmly, but uh, would that be something you'd like to see? It'd be great to see, but I'd like them to see if they could get the players I coach home before they worry about getting other teams over there, to be honest with you. We've got a heap of players here that can't go home, so I'd like to see if they can pull some strings to get some players that have been in this country for two years home before they get some other team over there, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's only me, though. No, that makes entire sense. Is there any is there any progress on that at all? And, and you know, with the you know, when you do come home, have you got any, any sort of inroads there? There's no real guarantees at all for any of the families, mate, at the moment, you know, which is, for me personally, my family's in Australia still, so it's, it's for me it's not an issue, but for a huge part of our squad that have spent the best part of two years in Australia and not knowing when they can definitely go home is not great for them. So if any, uh, if we can, if there was sort of some M day, it'd be really good because a lot of the staff have still got all their families back in NZ and they made a lot of sacrifices for uh, not only for, for their own job, but for the club and... And obviously, their families have played a big part in that. So, you know, hopefully, this is the world we live in, and they're certainly doing their job well. But it'd certainly be nice if uh, the squad could sort of get themselves back home to see some family. It would be nice. Yeah, it would indeed. Nathan Brown, appreciate your time as always uh, with us on a Tuesday night here on News Talk ZB. Thank you.